the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, happy Thursday. Welcome in to the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce. In just a few minutes, we'll be joined by State Representative Beth Lear. She will talk to us about how Ohio House Republicans, uh, at least a certain number of House Republicans, are dealing with the defeat dealt on Issue 1 Tuesday. Uh, A little later, 1135, Political strategist Lad Dilgard will be here, and I'm sure we're going to talk issue one and uh, several other things, maybe some school board races. In the second hour, we'll, we'll cover the breaking news of subpoenas issued for first son Hunter Biden and President Biden's brother James involving their international money schemes. We'll unpack that with Congressman Jim Jordan, Ohio Republican who chairs the powerful House Judiciary Committee, so you won't want to miss that interview. But before we get to all that, did you watch the third presidential debate last night in Miami? Salem Radio Network aired the debate live right here, 98.9 FM. If you watched or listened, how did you rank the five candidates? Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, who won? Did anyone that didn't have your support going into last night? And by the way, Chris Christie, I'm sorry. I left, I left Chris Christie off the list. Uh, he's probably off the list anyway. But but he did have something uh, important to say. We'll get to that in a second. But did anyone that didn't have your support before last night get it? And uh, if so, who was it? Call me, 844-TALK-989. That's 844-825-5989. NBC talked to voters in New Hampshire, and many talked about Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley being the, quote, winners. I'll tell you how, how I ranked them. But understand, though, I, I don't think it matters. This is Trump's race. Love, like, dislike, hate him. Everyone else is simply too far behind. But that being said, Vivek Ramaswamy won the debate for me. Ron DeSantis was second and Nikki Haley third. Now, there was a lot of talk about international policy, funding for Ukraine, and Vivek called Ukraine what it is. It's a political theater that Dems and reporters want to pretend is a budding democracy. They've kicked all press out. There's a state-run press. They don't allow 
different parties to run. Uh, they talked about funding Israel, and all of that kind of bled into finger pointing at Iran, Russia, China, talking about the evil alignments of those empires that threaten our world. And with that being said, Vivek is the only one who has long discussed and did again last night that we are making plans to deal with this existential threat, some people call it, of evil that will emerge in the Indo-Pacific. But we don't have a plan for decoupling from the greatest international threat, and that's China. And Ramaswamy pointed out that we rely on China to manufacture our defenses, military equipment, and more. That's problematic, isn't it? Your number one opponent is manufacturing what you would use if you went to war. And we rely on China, the the country that that released the COVID virus, I want to remind you, and lied about its origins. We're relying on that country to produce the inputs which we make our pharmaceuticals from. So decoupling needs to happen yesterday, and Vivek talked about that again. But I want to play cut number one, and this to me resonates. Just before this clip, Vivek told everybody in the audience how it is, with respect to the GOP at least, the mounting list of losses the party has endured. And then when we start here with clip one, he puts a reporter – NBC's Kristen Welker on blast. Now, Welker was part of the apparatus at NBC that spread disinformation about the Russia collusion hoax. And no doubt this lady bent over backwards to bury details of Hunter Biden's laptop that polls tell us would have changed the results of the 2020 presidential election. But uh, here's here's Vivek in clip one. Do you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you and the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Sorry. This is how we get our country back. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramaswamy, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn to That's Governor. United- we now know that the Russia collusion hoax was fabricated by Hillary Clinton's campaign. And the DOJ is complicit, by the way, allowing lies to be told to a FISA court that authorized illegal spying by our own government, on a Trump campaign worker. I want you to think about that. Yes, we need accountability. But the second thing that struck me came from Chris Christie, who, to be totally frank, I still have a deep distrust for because he had the gall to appear on a DeWine COVID presser trying to shame Ohioans into masking up. And that was well past the time we knew masks didn't work well past the time that we could have been implementing strategies that were effective for the real problems of COVID, not the made up media narratives that allowed big government lovers to take over more 
and more and more of our lives. But Chris Christie was asked about the prospect of federal limits on abortion. And uh, I want to go to clip two. Uh, This is Chris Christie after being asked about federal abortion limits. For 50 years, um, conservative lawyers have been arguing that the federal government should have absolutely nothing to do with this issue constitutionally because it's nowhere in the Constitution. And then Dobbs comes and we finally gain that victory, which was the creation of a constitutional right out of thin air that didn't exist. And now we have people running to say, let's short circuit the states from doing what they need to do. And let's go right to some type of federal ban at a certain number of weeks. And look, the founders were really smart. And this is an issue that should be decided in each state. And I trust the people of this country, state by state, to make the call for themselves. Constitutionally, that's the right answer. From a political strategy vantage point, that's the correct answer. Christie also went on to say that he's pro-life, just not in the womb, but for the whole life. And, of course, he mentioned getting help for an an addicted 16-year-old and getting help for the kids of an addict that's 52 if that addict may have passed on that addiction to, to the kids. And this is what I want to talk about. I'm pro-life. I also recognize that abortion is a get-out-to-vote tool for Democrats. And it's a tool that the press uses to gaslight Republican voters and candidates. Let me give you an example. After the debate, Jen Psaki, do you remember her and her notebook, uh, said that Republicans answered the question on federal abortion bans with the same extreme answers and that they're signaling that they are the same extreme Republicans. Folks, that's false. I watched the answers. You can go Google the answers. You can read reports today. The overarching theme was that Dobbs told us it's a state issue, and it is. That's what the Supreme Court said. Now, that's not what the press told you the Supreme Court said after they reported it. But a ban at 15 weeks with exceptions is something 75% of Americans approve. And that was one of the bans talked about. That's hardly extreme, but that's the game. They're going to interpret for you what was said in a way that they want you to hear it. Another case in point is a report from NBC from good old Adam Edelman with the headline, GOP candidates gloss over struggles on abortion policy at the debate. No. Adam, no, they didn't. Up next, we're going to talk to State Representative Beth Lear about what is a state right issue and issue one and how some Republicans in the state house are responding after the defeat. Stay tuned. 98.9 FM, the answer. Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor here, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network. You can read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, you know, your your <laughs> subscription revenue is the lifeblood of our organization. It helps us continue to report the news that you won't get anywhere else. 
Right now, I want to welcome in State Representative Beth Lear. She's a Republican from uh, Delaware County area, and she's a friend of the show. State Representative Lear, welcome back to the Bruce Willis Show. How are you this morning? Great. Thank you, Jack, and appreciate the time. Absolutely. So uh, there's a lot that I could say here. I'm going to try to talk less and listen more. Um, I received a letter. It was a statement that was issued, it looks like, by 26 Republicans in the House. And essentially the statement says the language of the proposed amendment that passed, issue one, didn't clarify, was intentionally vague on issues of life, parental consent, informed consent, (laughs) viability, uh, parental uh, birth – or excuse me, parental birth, partial birth abortions. Um, So yes, it is vague. We've said that all along. What are you and other lawmakers going to do about that now? What does this statement say? Well, as you would expect, it's like a bunch of bees buzzing in a hive right now. Um, Everybody has their own thoughts, but many of us are prayerfully looking at this. There uh, are pieces of legislation that have already been drafted. Um, They haven't been submitted yet, but there are people who are ready to push back right now. There are people who are saying, wait, we need to think this through. We need to be wise and careful and regroup and unified. Um, So mostly what I'm telling you is there are a lot of people who are ready to do something. We could really use the prayers of the people of Ohio to make sure that what we do is well thought out and strategic and helpful um, and not knee-jerk. But we have a lot of really great people who are very serious about this and are not willing to just throw their hands up and say, okay, let them kill babies. How they respond, and I use the word they to describe the proponents of issue one and their pals in the press, tells the tale to me. How they, how they respond tells the tale. Now, yesterday, I'm going to tell you the tale of the press, and then you can tell me the, the tale of the lawmakers. Uh, one member of the press, after this statement was put out, released it, uh, more than two dozen Ohio GOP House members signed on to a letter condemning issue one and pledging to take action. Interesting choice of words. But then uh, longtime reporter Randy Ludlow uh, retweeted that tweet from Susan Tabin, who works at uh, the Ohio Communist Journal, I'm sorry, Ohio Capital Journal. And uh, Randy Ludlow said, F the people. That was his, that was his, that was his headline and, and retweeting it. And I said, F the press, Randy, for not telling the whole truth and reporting the fact that broad terms were undefined and would have to inevitably be defined by judges when they could have been clearly spelled out by amendment drafters. And then I said, answer me this. Does a judge represent the will of the people better then reps and senators in the General Assembly, and your comment seems to also be saying F the 44% who opposed issue one, does it not? So, I mean, all up to the vote, it was, no, this isn't about parents' rights. This, is, this isn't about late-term abortion. And now you're trying to make put them on the spot to define what it is, and the press is going, oh, now you're saying F the people. It's a pretty interesting uh, response, isn't it? Uh, to me, it, it tells us what we thought all along. They were lying. They were... Uh, you know, circumventing the truth. What are you hearing from Democratic lawmakers and maybe even some Republicans who are happy about issue one passing? Well, fortunately, I haven't talked to any Republican lawmakers who are happy about issue one passing. There probably are some, but I don't know who they are yet. 
we'll find out as time goes by. Democrats may be exposing themselves today. So keep your eyes open because I have heard that a 450-page bill repealing all of the protections that we have for the unborn and for women are going to be coming out possibly today. So the idea that this was only about abortion prior to viability is the biggest lie that issue one supporters gave to the people of Ohio, because it is not about that at all. It's about all abortion at any time for any reason, funded by taxpayers and transing of kids without parental knowledge. And just to be clear, I shouldn't have to say this, but I will because our listeners are, are really sharp. But I've seen a one-page proposed amendment to a piece of, a level of legislation that has to go through the Legislative Services Commission that has to, you know, so 450-page bill doesn't get drafted in two days. <laughs> so obviously <laughs> this was in the wings. And we talked about this is what happened in Michigan. The amendment passed and then lawmakers went in and started ripping the laws down. Um, this is crazy. Uh, what do you expect to happen in the next couple of weeks in the state house? Not a whole lot because we only have one session and it's Wednesday. Um, and we just got the session schedule for next year. And um, not surprisingly, because of the March primary, there's only one session day scheduled um, in the new year between January and that primary. There are two if needed. So not a lot will happen. It's a Democrat bill, so you would expect that it's not going to go anywhere. But what really matters is that they're going to be showing themselves. And we need to take that bill apart with a fine-tooth comb so that we can expose what I think is going to be exactly what we've been saying, that they're targeting all of these things. Anything that's not included in there doesn't mean they're not targeting it. It just means they haven't put it on paper yet. Uh, I'm going to only give you 30 seconds to answer this because I don't want to cut you off like I did last time with a commercial. Um, (laughs) Do you think that there's a lot to be considered here from a political strategy vantage point in how Republicans respond going forward? There's a lot to be considered. But the issues are relatively simple. So we just need to be smart, but we also need to do what's right for the majority, which include the unborn. Because without life, you don't have liberty or the pursuit of happiness, and we have our job to do. Amen. And, you know, as I pointed out in the last segment, the press is going to gaslight you. I mean, they're already saying it. You're asking for clarification and definition and figuring things out. And uh, they're already saying, oh, they're not listening to the people. Uh, but we appreciate you, State Representative Lear. Thank you for uh, sharing with us some really important information about this statement and about the 450-page bill. We'll keep our eyes peeled for that. Uh, come back and join us soon, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks. Thank you. And thank you for listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor. And uh, up next, we're going to have political strategist Lad Dilgard, and uh, we're going to talk about a plethora of things. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss a second of The Bruce Woolley Show.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.